If you lived somewhere where it snowed growing up as a child, you probably experienced the joy of hearing the announcement of school being closed for a snow day. Well, in December of 2005, 10-year-old Adriana Jackson never got that message, which would end in deadly consequences. I'm Jennifer Blades, and this is Season 2 of the Unanswered Podcast, Cold as Ice. Listener discretion is advised. This episode does involve a young child. It was a cold morning in the Tillicum area of Lakewood in Washington State. The name Tillicum comes from the Chinook language, and it means the people or friends. Roughly 40 miles from Seattle, it has a small town feel and is home to many military families. On December 2, 2005, Adriana set out around 7.45 for the roughly five-minute walk to Tillicum Elementary School. She was last seen walking from her apartment on Portland Avenue. Unfortunately, Adriana nor her mother checked the news that morning to see that school had been canceled due to the snow. The day went on as normal for her mother, Yvette. She thought that Adriana was safe at school until it became time for her to return home. And as time passed and she never walked through that door, her mother knew that something was wrong. Yvette told Fox 13 News, Quote, at 2.30 p.m., she always comes home no matter what. I thought, well, maybe she decided to go play in the snow because that's what everybody else did. A lot of working parents weren't home, so there were a ton of kids out there playing by themselves. So I went looking for her and tried not to panic, but that's when I called 911 because she always comes home no matter what, end quote. Police started looking. At first, searchers thought that maybe she ran away. But they searched parks, empty apartment units, trailers, and abandoned houses, and even brought out the bloodhounds. A lake was nearby, and the police feared that Adriana had run down there, fallen in, and possibly drowned. They desperately searched the lake and even brought in sonar equipment, but there was no sign of Adriana. Apparently, there were some staff members at the school that day, even though it was closed, but no one reported seeing her. Adriana was described as an active, sweet, charming girl. She was very artistic and creative. Again, she was only 10, and I'm sure she had a lot of dreams for her future. The search for her continued, but the police didn't have any leads or suspects until a spring day on April 4th in 2006, when some kids were playing in what's been described as a field or vacant lot that was located on the 7500 block of 146th Street, southwest in the Westbrook area of Lakewood, across from a middle school. These children were playing and they stumbled on some human remains, which consisted of a skull and a spine. Shortly after, the remains were identified as belonging to Adriana Jackson. The field was not too far from Adriana's apartment complex. Lieutenant Chris Lawler of the Lakewood Police Department stated, quote, This lot used to be pretty overgrown, 
with just a path going through it. But right over this little hill right here, there was just a tree where people liked to dump garbage. But it was right in the thick stickers where her remains were found. End quote. Adriana's body was in such a bad state that the cause of death couldn't be determined. Another blow to the investigators was the fact that her body was found close to Interstate 5, which meant that the suspect could be long gone. You do have to wonder, was the predator someone Adriana knew? Was it a known sex offender? Was it someone that lived in the area? At this point, everyone really was a suspect. I do wonder that even though there was no school that day, that probably didn't stop children from playing outside in the snow. So, did someone see her that morning or any time throughout the day? Unfortunately, I'm sure that the elements played a part in any potential evidence or clues being present at the scene. Maybe if her body or remains were found sooner, there could have been some usable information or DNA or foot or tire prints. Anything that could have led to them finding out who did this. I also think it's really hard when the media doesn't give descriptions, right? Like, what was she wearing that day? Maybe that would have jogged someone's memory if they would have, you know, say she had on a red coat. They could have said, oh, yeah, I remember seeing her and she was talking to a man or she got into a car or she was walking with a woman or just anything like that. And, you know, maybe the mother didn't remember what she was wearing that day. Or I know there's so many factors, but... I do think it's hard when trying to find, you know, the killers for cold cases or even missing persons that there's just not enough detail. And sometimes those little details are what could crack a case. There's a $60,000 cash award for information leading to the arrest of Adriana's killer. If you know what happened to her, if you have any information from that day that, again, you may think is irrelevant it might be able to help lead to whoever did this to her. You can call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-222-TIPS. You can also submit a tip at www.p3tips.com or by using the P3 Tips app on your phone. Help get justice for Adriana and her family and the community. Again, she was only 10 years old. I can't even imagine what her parents are going through. She really deserves justice. I I can't stress that enough. And it really hurts my heart to know that someone just did this to her and discarded her in a field like that. It's just, it's unimaginable. So please, please, if you know something, share this episode. Let's get people talking about Adriana's case again. And maybe some information will come about that can help solve this mystery. Keep listening for this week's Ice Cold Bonus Case. This week's Ice Cold Case takes place in Sharonville, Ohio. In the early morning hours of June 28, 1999, 18-year-old Raymond Wells III was seen stumbling near the entrance of Sharon Woods Park. Police were called, and when they arrived, they found that Raymond had been stabbed to death, hit by a car, and drugged several feet. Raymond was described as a good kid, into playing video games with his friends, and 
Again, he was 18, so I'm sure he had plans for his future. He didn't live in the area, and it's unknown why he was in Sharonville at that hour on that day. The investigation into his murder has been ongoing. There hasn't been any real suspects. The police did have one, but didn't pursue it any further for lack of evidence. I think it would be helpful to know why Raymond was in Sharonville, and that might lead to his killer. Although it it could have been a random act, but it still doesn't explain what he was doing there. If you have any information, please call the Sharonville Police Department at 513-563-1147. Raymond's family has gone 24 years without knowing who killed him and why. So again, if you have any information that could help solve this cold case, please call now. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate the show and tell a friend. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at The Unanswered Podcast for updates and more information from today's show. If you have any case suggestions, go to theunanswerpodcast.com to submit your request. Join us every Tuesday for a new episode. Until next time, stay safe.